Pope Francis has declared that this is the Word of God Sunday and that we should have an ever more deepened devotion to sacred scripture and that today should be dedicated to assuring that families have a Bible in their home and that they refer to it frequently. And I'll tell you, I mean, obviously, it's one of those things sometimes it's like, gosh, it seems like that should be so obvious. It's like making a declaration that, hey, the sky is blue. Yes, it is. But sometimes it's so easy to kind of neglect, you know, the treasure that we have right in front of us. And I would just say, case in point, in the gospel that we have this morning, it seems so simple. We've heard this calling so many times. In fact, last week we got a little bit of a different version of it in the gospel of John. But I'll tell you, the incredible thing about sacred scripture is it can surprise you and illuminate things every time you go to it. And just to give an example, you know, and just studying and getting ready for today and like most Sundays, like what am I going to say? Uh, there's a new commentary out on the Gospel of Mark called The Memoirs of St. Peter, and it's by uh, Professor uh, Michael Pakalik who is a teacher at Catholic University of America. I'm going to put the link up on our website or on Facebook because I highly recommend this. It's a, a, an incredible translation and like a lot of commentaries, and he has commentary on the different sections. But, you know, we've heard this so many times, right? The, you know, I will make you fishers of men. And it just sounds like, oh, you know, that's, a, that's kind of a neat thing. In fact, the USCCB, the Council of Bishops, made a video about vocations several years back and called it fishers of men. I just always thought, you know, it's kind of like a neat nickname. Well, Dr. Pakalik had an incredible insight with the Greek in the way that Jesus calls these first four disciples. And the fact that they are, as it says, they were fishermen. Now, it says, you know, there they are in the sea, casting their nets into the sea. To have that little line there, they were fishermen. Once again, it's like, Thank you, Mark. That seems kind of obvious. They're in the sea casting their nets. You know, it's like, once again, and the sky is blue. Thank you. But when you look at the Greek for what it says here, they were fishermen, and then come after me, I will make you fishers of men. So get this. The word here for fishermen, it's not exactly the norm, and it kind of means like sea men, guys who are in the sea, okay? And you may not realize this, we weren't made like fish. We're not made to be in the sea. And what they're doing here is they're taking things that are in the sea, made for the sea, fish, and they are pulling them out. And these guys who are not made for the sea, this word sort of has like this connotation of they're just kind of drifting along. Like if you've ever been, you know, playing in the ocean, have you ever noticed, like if you look up, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, the tide has moved me like 15 yards down the beach. I got to work my way back a different way. I didn't intend this. It just kind of pulled me along. And that's the way that the sea sort of works. You just kind of drift. But then Jesus calls them from the state of just sort of drifting along to become what? Fishers of men. They leave the sea behind. They're on the firm ground with their two legs, which they were given by God to walk upon the ground, following Christ and becoming what? Fishers of men. Guys who now stand where they're supposed to be and cast out to those who are out at sea adrift and bring them to solid ground, to bring them to what they've been created for. It's almost like a reiteration of, repent and believe in the gospel. 
And the same calling is there for you and me. And once again, as we go to this gospel, we know it so well. And it can be so easy to just kind of look at it real quick and be like, yeah, I know this one. But it's so crucial for us to ask, in what way am I a sea man? Am I a fisherman like they are? Am I just drifting along in life? Like, am I just kind of going along and not focused on the goal, what I was made for? to love and to serve and to know God and to love our fellow man in this life and to be happy with him forever in the life to come? Or do I just kind of take my life as it comes? Am I just kind of drifting along? You know, because the thing is, he gave us this world. He saw that it's very good, but it doesn't end there. And we use this world in such a way to help us towards the end goal. For example, it's like, you know, we thank God for the gift of beer. And we thank him by not drinking too much of it, right? Like you use it in the right way. You, know, you love your children by disciplining them, by showing them the right way. Not just yelling at them because you're ticked off and it's been a hard day and you're going to take it out on them. Now, to them, it may look the same, but you know the difference. Which one are you adrift on? Just kind of acting on your passions, your feelings, whatever you're just kind of drawn to today. It doesn't lead anywhere good. Where are the areas in your life that you're just a fisherman? You're just kind of adrift at sea. Listen to our Lord. Ask him for the grace to be drawn out of that. To make sure that everything in your life is geared towards the end goal. And the thing is, really, it sounds like, oh, that's very stark and difficult. No, I mean, the saints are joyful. They're happy. They're not just taking things as they come, but rather everything has its purpose and its place, and it's all for the greater glory of God and the salvation of souls. And the beautiful thing is, though, that it does not end there. He doesn't just say, okay, stop being adrift and that's the end. No, come and be a fisher of men. Now, as you are walking the path, following Christ, walking on those two legs that he gave you, It's not as though we just kind of go, okay, everybody for themselves. Let's just coexist out here. It doesn't really matter. No. If we really and truly love our brothers and sisters who are out there, then we're called to call them out of that just being adrift, to call them out of the sea to be fishers of men. And this is the difficult thing, and I am preaching to myself here, because this is totally getting out of my comfort zone. But the thing is, we're made for so much more than mere comfort. We're made to be saints. And as we see in the first reading with Jonah, as you see what the apostles are going to become, we're called to pull others in, to pull them into what they were created for, happiness with God forever. And that doesn't come with just living a life that's adrift right now, not really paying attention to what's going on, but recognizing that Jesus Christ is in our midst, that we have the word of God, we have the love letters to humanity, we have the the sacraments to help us to live it along the way. We have the moral code that's not there to essentially say, oh, you need to be in chains and kept down. No, but to basically follow the rule book for life that's there to help us to move along, to help us to become saints. And here's the question. In what way are you being called to tell someone who is adrift, who right now, and especially right now, it's difficult out there, right? I mean, we live in a very hard time, but 
The gospel is there. We're called to be fishers of men. We're called to call people into this great gift that we have. And it's so easy to fall into that trick of the devil and think, oh, I can't impose my views on them. But the thing is, this isn't just views. This is encounter with the Son of God. This is the greatest treasure in our life. This is the thing that it's worth standing outside when it's 40-something degrees on a Sunday morning when I know there are sacrifices we're having to make right now. But why do we make them? Because he gives us that purpose. He gives us the life that we're called to lead. He gives us the thing that makes meaning out of all of this and reminds us that we're not just merely adrift, that we're not just afraid because, you know, ah, it's just all going to end anyway. So who cares if we kill the unborn? Who cares about marriage? Who cares about our relationships? No, it all has purpose. And he calls us out of the craziness of the sea to walk not on our own, but to follow him. And as we see throughout all of Scripture, he uses us, fallen tools as we may be, and yet somehow or another, it's like he calls these four fishermen. We're going to see Simon Peter fall all over the place, and yet he's the first pope. I fall all over the place too, and yet here I am. I still get the title Father, and I'm grateful that you all use it. Thank you for that, right? But the thing is, we are baptized Catholics. We are Christians. We are those who have been called out of just being adrift into following him. And we are called to be fishers of men, to welcome the general society around us into the treasure that we have, the meaning that is at the heart of everything, the beating sacred heart that is in love with you and with me. He invites us out of the sea and into following him. And then, as we see how glorious that is, how good it feels when we walk out of the confessional, having our sins forgiven, knowing how incredible it is to receive him in the blessed sacrament, we can't just keep that to ourselves. We've got to share it with others. It's so easy right now to just fall into that trap of wanting to just curse the darkness. But the thing is, folks, we cannot do that. We're called to be fishers of men, to see that we do have this glorious gift in Jesus Christ. And now we are called to bring others to that gift as well. As the second reading said, the world as we know in its present form is passing away. Who knows how long we have as, in, you know, as a whole people or as individuals? The question is, is today, what are you going to do? to listen to him in that repentance, to leave the being adrift behind, and then to be not a seaman, a fisherman, but rather a fisher of men, to be in love with him and to call others into that love as well. He's calling each of us in some unique way. I'm the only priest in the group right now. I've got my own unique way of doing it. So do you. Do it at work, do it at school, do it at home. And I know with the family, it's the hardest group of all. I'm a priest and it's tough to do with my family. And yet, somehow or another, he puts things on our hearts. He tells us that we need to share this gift, to call others into the love and the peace and the joy that is being one of his disciples. Because remember, at the end of the day, he doesn't just say, be a fisher, fisher of man and go off on your own. No. How does it end today? Come and follow me. Our Lord does not leave us alone, but rather, he calls us into this relationship with him. He wants us to be with him, and then, as we live in that love, 
He wants you and me, fallen as we may be, scared as we may be, wants us to go out there and call others into that love as well. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.